Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Season Previews for 2021. I'm your host, Stephen Westaway. The NRL season is only a few weeks away, so remember every Tuesday afternoon to check out Steve's NRL Footy Tips from 5pm. We'll discuss all the latest team news each and every week and I'll give my tips for every game of the NRL season for 2021. Alright, well this is my fourth season preview that I've done so far this year, if you haven't, please go back and check out the Brisbane Broncos, Canberra Raiders, and Canterbury Bulldogs season previews. They're all up on your favorite podcast services, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts each and every week. Today, we're going to be discussing the Cronulla Sharks, a team that last year basically had a season... You could call it even. I mean, they were 10 wins, 10 losses. They scored 480 points. They let in 480 points. So exactly the same in attack and defense. They, I believe, finished this season in eighth position. They versed the Canberra Raiders in the first week of the finals, going down 32-20. to 20. They were in that game for a long period of time before the Canberra Raiders, who were heavy favorites going into the match, mounted a late comeback in the second half and... Won that one thirty-two to twenty. So they weren't helped though in twenty twenty. The Cronulla Sharks by the injury loss to Sean Johnson. It was also their first season without Paul Gallen and a lot of those old guys, um, older players that were there in the twenty sixteen Premiership run for them. Obviously, their era was over. The likes of Chris Hines and Luke Laws, Paul Gallen. It was a new era for the Cronulla Sharks. While they still had some old heads there to help lead the way. Twenty twenty one is more or less the same. Um, they haven't got too many changes. Heading into this season, the Cronulla Sharks, their only losses are Jason Bakuya, who retired, Cameron King, also retired. Both of those guys, as I said, some of those old heads, some of those experienced veterans that helped Cronulla get to their premiership aspirations back five years ago. And Scott Sorensen has gone to the Penrith Panthers after getting limited time at Cronulla over the last couple of years. They have gained a couple of young guys, uh, in particular, Joanna Lulala, Luke Metcalf from Manly Seagulls. He's played a a few first grade games and Jack Martin as well but their main signing comes in the form of another veteran Aiden Tolman who has been a fantastic player for the Canterbury Bulldogs for many years so we'll see what he brings to Cronulla in 2021 but how will they go this year well it's a lot of experts have them dropping out of the eights and it's hard to to see why a lot of people wouldn't you know put them into the top eight into the top eight because they've lacked a bit of star power over the last few years, and Sean Johnson will be out for at least the first eight to ten weeks of the regular season. So that's almost half the regular season that your halfbacks out of action. They're going to start the season with Matt Moylan at five eight. We'll see how that goes. But there's a lot of players in this Cronulla Sharks lineup that they've got a, a good mix of veterans and youth. But a lot of these guys are pretty much playing for their futures in the game. A lot of them are playing for contracts. This is a make-or-break season for all of these guys. Guys like Josh Dugan, who you know hasn't been in the greatest form over the last couple of years. He's been a, had a great career, but he's got to decide what he's doing. Andrew Fafita, they reckon he's fit. He was pretty good in the All-Stars game last weekend. Uh, but will his body and will his knees be able to handle the constant workload of an NRL season? You've got guys like Wade Graham, Toby Rudolph, Britton Nakora, all guys with plenty of potential. Wade Graham, of course being a former New South Wales and Australia representative, but you got guys like Nakora and Rudolph who had promising starts to their career, but at this point of their career where they've got to decide 
you know, whether they're going to step up and be consistent first graders or they could uh, really let their chance go by. So it's a huge season for all of these guys. You've got guys with second chances like Aiden Tolman come to the club as well. Jesse Raymond's been quiet over the past couple of years. So it's a make or break season for Cronulla. And if we look at NRL.com's lineup for round one, you'll see a lot of those names I just mentioned. Sean Johnson, of course, he's unavailable for the first round. Bronson Cherry, he won't be there because of the drug scandal that has seen him be suspended for, I believe, four years out of the competition. So they'll be missing a couple of key names there in round one. But the NRL.com predictor lineup thinks that Will Kennedy will be at fullback. Their wingers will be Sion Katoa and Renato Militaro. Their centers, Jesse Ramian and Josh Dugan. In the halves, they're going to go with Matt Moylan and Chad Townsend. That will be the round one partnership. In the props, uh, Brennan Hem- uh, Hemlin Ueli, who had a great season last year. Aaron Woods is the other front roller. And at hooker, they've got Blake Braley. The second row and lock uh, are Nakora, Wade Graham, and Rudolph. And on the bench, they've got Connor Tracy, Andrew Fafita, Aiden Tolman, and Jack Williams. To me, that seems basically like the team they'll go. Andrew Fafita, if he's you know, rare and to go and really fit. They could put him in that starting spot and put Ueli or Woods back to the bench, but I think they're going to ease him back into the competition, as I said, after a couple of injury ravaged seasons that have really affected his performance on the field. As we know, he was a superstar in his day, and if his body's not going to hold up, he's got to make a decision on his future. So it's going to be a very important year for him, but... As I said, a lot of these guys playing for their future. John Morris, their coach, is under a lot of pressure. I don't know how he's going to go in guiding this team around. Will he be there at the end of the year? There's rumors and speculation that Shane Flanagan is knocking on the door to get his old job back, and the NRL would consider letting him do so and ending his suspension from a head coaching position. So there's a lot of pressure on all these guys at this club. I just don't know if the Sharks have the firepower to match it with the the big teams in the competition. You look at their spine, why Sean Johnson is out. And let's not overstate his lack of involvement in the first 10 rounds. His loss is huge because he, I believe, created the second most try assist in the game last year, only behind Mitchell Moses. Uh, but their spine's going to look like Kennedy, Moylan, Townsend, and Blake Braley. We know what Moylan can do in his day, and we know what he did back three or four years ago in his Penrith Panthers days, but he needs a huge season because he's been very quiet over the last couple of years. He's been very injury-prone, basically wrapped in cotton wool. So he needs a big season to step up, and I just don't know if these guys have the firepower to do a lot of damage to a lot of the other teams in the competition. So I agree with the critics. I've got them a bit lower, but as I said, it's a make-or-break year. A lot of these guys have to step up. Their forward pack leaked a lot of points last year. They still scored a lot. Um, and again, a lot of them came through the involvement of Sean Johnson, but they've got to find a way to play without him for the first 10 weeks. They do get a couple sturdy heads to help them out in Aiden Tolman and Wade Graham to give them a bit of experience, those forward packs. But if they're going to be you know, up there in the ladder, they're going to be in tension for the top eight like they were last year. They need to be a lot better than last year because a lot of these other teams, as we go through these previews, they're improving every year. For me, chronologists are staying stagnant in their performance, and I can see a very big drop in the ladder unless they can somehow get some X factors and spark out of their attack while also cleaning up their defensive structures and not uh, not dropping off when pressure's on, which they were known to do last year. So I have Cronulla at 14th this year, finishing 14th. As I said, they've got a lot of potential on paper, but potential doesn't necessarily equal to success on the football field, and it's a make-or-break year for a lot of these guys. If uh, they don't perform, we could see a significantly different Cronulla Sharks team in 2022. 
All right, that was my season preview of the Cronulla Sharks. Let me know if you think I was being a bit too harsh on them. I'll be back tomorrow with the Gold Coast Titans season preview. So another big one there. Obviously, they've got a lot of big signings, so we'll discuss where I think I'll where I think they'll finish in 2021. But thank you guys for listening. As always, please like Steve's NRL footy tips on Facebook, and please like, share, subscribe, wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys tomorrow for the Gold Coast Titans season preview. Can't wait for footy to be back. It's only a couple weeks away.